0: Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome to What's in the Cup, the post-spring break uh, edition of our uh, weekly discussion here at Georgia Southwestern State University. I'm Neil Weaver, and uh, very happy today to be able to welcome uh, Dr. Ann Jacobs to the podcast. And
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Well, we're excited to uh, get to talk today a little bit about the undergraduate research symposium that's coming up. And... Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing about that and what it is and when it is and uh, what the students are doing and and how that helps the students so we'll be able to get to that uh, but there's also some other things that i know you do over there in uh, biology that i want to ask a little bit about and okay. uh We'll see, we'll see where the conversation takes us, but we, uh, we appreciate you coming in uh, here early on Friday morning, about 10 o'clock.
1: Thank you for accommodating uh, my schedule.
0: No problem. Anytime you say I have to go teach a class, we want to work around that. Uh, that is our number one objective here at the university. So we don't want to uh, be doing anything that'll take you out of the classroom or, or uh, keeping our students from having the opportunity to learn. So we appreciate you coming in. Uh, We start every week with a little bit of an update about enrollment, about student success, about the direction that we're heading with some of our uh, enrollment issues and and this week I think the most important news is that the summer and the fall schedules come out Monday and so enrollment begins uh, Monday and uh, I think uh, that students can start enrolling in classes. There's probably some kind of sequencing uh, of who gets to go first and who gets to go second. Yes, uh,
1: my advisees have all started uh, making appointments and coming to see me about classes. So good. They are they are aware.
0: That's good because they uh, they need to get a get a head start on this and make sure to get enrolled early. So. Yep. Uh, I, I, I think we held off on the enrollment for one week after spring break, thinking that they probably wouldn't be thinking about enrolling for summer and fall before spring break. Uh, So hopefully they've started uh, coming in to see you.
1: Yeah, and I think that's accurate. Certainly all my appointments have been after spring break, so it's good that they had that time gap to think about it.
0: Absolutely, well we want to remind the students that uh, now's the time to be thinking about your summer schedule, getting your financial aid in order if uh, you need to do that. Uh, if you have any uh, holds or you're concerned that there might be a hold on your account, uh, get those taken care of now so that uh, when the window opens and your opportunity to uh, enroll in the, in the classes that you want is available, you won't run into any stumbling blocks and uh, so there's lots of, of ways and lots of people on campus that are willing to help. Obviously, uh, your advisor is a great place to start. And so we wanna encourage everybody to uh, get on that and uh, and and get moving in the right direction. Um, I saw our latest uh, enrollment projection, uh, looking ahead to next year. Uh, we still are running very, very positive numbers. Our applications continue to be up uh, 25 to 27% over the same time last year. Uh, our number of uh, accepted students continues to be uh in the in the 12 to 15 percent up over last year same day same uh same time as last year so you know all of the uh numbers start are, are moving in a positive direction our housing deposits are up compared to last year so we we're very excited about that we have preview day coming up on april the 6th uh, so this is a, another opportunity for potential students to come and, and see campus um, and I'm sure that uh, you guys get some Potential students over there in the biology area every Saturday, a preview day?
1: We do. I did the last one. We had a, a good crowd, lots of enthusiasm. We showed them the snakes that we showed oh my you. Oh, gosh. We, we gave them an option. We asked them if they were comfortable with it, and the ones who were got to go down, and Dr. Lorenz uh, pulled a couple of the snakes out for them. And the ones who said, no, I'd really prefer not to go in that room, uh, we took them to the microbiology lab and showed them around there instead. So You know,
0: that, that was... Uh, It was still one of the more interesting days I've had on campus when you guys uh, showed me the snakes over there, but you said something that that still uh, I'm having dreams about. You said that (laughs) that early in the semester you like to go get one of the snakes and and have it, I think you said, wrap around your arm and then you take it into class.
1: Yes, we take it to one of the intro bio classes where they're learning about uh, animal diversity. And so... It's kind of a nice uh, critter. Many of them have never seen one up that close. We always have students who are kind of afraid of it, but they really want to get a little closer and touch it. Uh, and if they can overcome that fear, I think that's good for them to get that experience. We just do it for the one class. Uh, but okay. yes, I have, I have taken, uh, I think Master Splinter is the name of the gray rat snake we use for that. And he's very calm. Very calm. He's never bitten anybody to my knowledge. So... Well,
0: that's certainly a positive. <laughs> He's I, not
1: venomous either. So. I don't know
0: which I'm more concerned about. The fact that you are, are perfectly happy going in and getting a snake and letting it wrap around your arm or that... Uh, we have a class where uh, we bring a snake into the class, and our student, our poor students, have to deal with that. Oh, but, you, uh, you should visit
1: our. Well, maybe you shouldn't visit our herpetology <laughs> class. Sometimes uh, they actually go out in the field and catch some themselves, non-venomous ones. Uh, 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 let that's hope.
0: That's <laughs> hope. You know, I was uh, when I was uh, young in in my professional career, uh, I worked at an institution and, and went to a baseball game, and some people. Um, you know, but bring their dogs and that's pretty normal out of, you know, certainly here at GSW, we have a lot of dogs that come out to soccer games and stuff. And, and, uh, I was sitting there and, and somebody brought their snake (laughs) and, and I thought, you know, dogs are one thing. But I think it should be illegal to bring your pet <laughs> snake out in public. I don't know that that's a leashed animal.
1: I don't know about illegal. To be fair, most of them can't get off of the person holding them very fast if the person's paying attention. Um, so it's not like you have to worry about this wild snake running around the stands. Oh my
0: gosh! Well, but it was it was more than I could handle. I had to I had to get up and leave. But I, I can. Uh, I, the other the last couple weekends ago, we had uh, bark at the park here at the uh, softball field. Okay. But I don't think we're going to have the, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, hiss at the stadium? Or, um, <laughs> but we'll have we to think about the. We the... can't have. No, bring your snake to the game day. I don't. I'm not yeah, sure we can handle that.
1: That's okay. I think you know, Dr. Lorenz is worried about taking them around too many people, just because it's stressful for the snakes too <laughs> and the people.
0: I'm glad to know the snakes are as stressed as I am. <laughs> uh, we have we have a couple other things to uh, to talk about, or to at least uh, let people know. Uh, we we talked earlier this year about the fact that we were consolidating. Uh, some of our our campus departments and um, the School of Computer uh, Science and Math and Computer Science is being uh, absorbed and uh, math is moving into uh, the College of of, uh, uh, Arts and Sciences Mm -hmm. and the uh, Computer Science group is moving into uh, the College of Business and or the I guess the School of Business but I am going to tell you and tell the rest of our listeners today that we are renaming the School of Business, uh, and it will, it, from from starting next year, it will be known as the College of Business and Computing, and so we're renaming that uh, unit, and uh, for those of you who uh, keep track of these kind of things, uh, instead of being the uh, School of Business, the SOB, uh, they will now be the COBAC The uh, College of Business and Computing. Slightly
1: less unfortunate acronym. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: so they'll be changing all of their shirts and uh, table coverings and uh, marketing materials. Uh, But we can all now uh, call them the the COBAC unit. Uh, I'm sure they'll appreciate that. They may come up with something else, but that's just what I came up with. Uh, Also today we are hosting uh, History Day on campus. Want to thank and congratulate Dr. Evan Kutzler for uh, really spearheading our our efforts in History Day. We are welcoming about 75 uh, high school students from around uh, our region on campus. Uh, We're one of nine uh, colleges and universities in the state of Oklahoma, state of Oklahoma, uh, state of Georgia uh, that are uh, hosting this History Day. And uh, we are uh, certainly glad to be one of those and uh, hope everything goes well for those students. And for, I know uh, Dr. Kutzler had a lot of volunteers that were helping him with the judging and and, uh, all of those kinds of things. So, so speaking of days on campus, uh, we have one coming up that I know you've been working very hard on, the Undergraduate Research Symposium. So tell us a little bit about what that is and, and what, you're, what you're looking for the day to be.
1: Yeah, so the Undergraduate Research Symposium is really this forum to showcase all the work that students are doing on campus in undergraduate research across the disciplines. So we have, you know, obviously I'm most familiar with biology because that's where I am. So we have some biology students presenting their senior seminar projects or other research they've done with faculty. But we also have students from history, students from political science. Last year we had a couple of theater students uh, display some of their work and it's really a great opportunity for students to talk about the things they've already been doing. The fact that there's research happening on campus is not new, we've been doing this for a while, Uh, but this is really a forum to show off everybody across the disciplines. And so I often have very little idea what my colleagues in history, English, business are working on and you know from day to day and this gives me a chance to see through their students the kind of work that's being done in those fields and so we're really proud of the work our students do we really hope everybody gets out there to present or support the people who are presenting we have talks we have posters Um, i think we have you know at least one or two art projects on the docket we haven't finalized the lineup yet we're actually meeting this afternoon to do that But the really exciting development for this year is that nursing has joined forces with us. Again, they've already been doing this research project where they have their senior nursing students uh, tackle a problem related to usually some kind of hospital management. How do you reduce this kind of infection? How do you improve patient satisfaction? They get together in a group. They evaluate options, they make a recommendation based on their research, and they present it in a poster. Now they've been doing this for ages, but this year we've joined forces with them and they're going to be presenting their posters as part of the poster, uh, part of the symposium. So we're really excited to have them on board and to be teaming up with them.
0: That's terrific. And, and it you know, last year was I think the first time that we had really done a campus-wide uh, symposium where, where all of this was brought together on one day at one time and and uh, it was really impressive.
1: Yes, we were very happy with last year. We had some improvements we wanted to make and we're hoping that it continues to grow every year. This is something we want to keep doing uh, well into the future.
0: Yeah, and I, and you said, you know, we've been doing this for a long time and it was really nice to, to kind of bring it out of the Uh, i don't want to say shadows but certainly to to shine a light on it and to say look we have a lot of this going on on the campus and 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 i and i particularly like what you said about it's important to know what people in other disciplines in other units are doing because uh one thing that is important is when we go out in the community when you're out in the community talking Mm -hmm. with people and they ask you well you know how's the biology department i assume your answer is going to be well of course we're terrific and everything's great <laughs> and we do this and we do this and we do this but when they ask oh, well, tell me about the math department or tell me about the history department your ability to to communicate they do some great work over there they are really you know they're they're in tune with with current issues they're doing this they're doing that that is such a positive way for us to communicate the value of the institution the high quality of not just our own discipline but across the board, that we have a a, a respect and an appreciation for what's going on across campus.
1: Yeah, and I think that the research symposium is really all about that, about showcasing what we do, but also about learning what other people do in disciplines that aren't your own. Uh, And I think it's a really great opportunity for that. I I mean, I, I do talk to my colleagues in other departments, so I have kind of a vague notion of what goes on, but this is really a great Uh, time to see what their students are working on. And so many of them have already been doing research. Like I said, the fact that there's research on campus is not new, it's just that now we're sort of putting it out there in the public eye and really taking a lot of pride in that. And we've, uh, like I said, biology, we've done this for a long time. but. The only people who saw the senior project presentations were the biology faculty and a few other biology students, and now everybody has the opportunity to see them. Yeah. And so I want to encourage students to go if they have the time. If they don't, uh, the posters will actually be up a couple days in advance, so even if you can't make it that Friday on uh, April 12th, you can wander through the Storm Dome a day or two early and take a look at some of the posters. And so that'll be uh, a really great way to get a snapshot of what's going on.
0: Good. So that's April 12th. Uh, It's going to be going on mostly all day, right?
1: Mostly in the morning. So we haven't finalized the schedule yet. We're meeting this afternoon to do that, like I mentioned. We just got all the abstracts in right at the start of spring break. So that was our spring break homework, was reading all of those. (laughs) It wasn't too bad. they are only 100 to 200 words each. Oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, The English faculty will roll their eyes at me if I complain about that. It was not very much reading (laughs) compared to what they have to do in a standard paper grading session.
0: Very good. Uh, Now, tell me... Tell me, obviously you've worked with uh, our students on research projects. Tell me, tell me what does a, from your perspective, from a faculty perspective, what does having a, a student involved in research do for you? How do, they, how do you engage them in the process?
1: So for me, it depends in some part on the student. So last year, uh, I actually did have a student participate in the symposium. That was Kelsey Roberts. She's, she's graduated by now. Uh, but she actually started working with me when she was doing an ecology project as part of her class. And so a lot of professors will work you know little bits of research into their classes because it is a good teaching tool it kind of shows you this is how we gather data for our discipline this is what counts as good data this is good experimental design and so she had already been talking to me about that um, you know speaking of unattractive animals my most of my student research is on earwigs uh, and so she had helped me collect a bunch of them as part of her ecology project looking at where to find them and what kinds of environments they like to live in but Now that she'd already worked with the system, she had her own interest, she was interested in maternal care, and she knew that the earwigs do that. They actually, uh, the mothers will take care of the eggs until they hatch, groom them, make sure they get enough oxygen, uh, keep them clean. And so she said, well, I really want to do this question about maternal care, and I feel like the earwigs are a good system for that. And so she kind of came into it that way. Other students, uh, for biology, they all have to do a research project as part of their senior capstone, so they do a two semester thing where first semester is kind of figuring out the question they want to ask, the details of the system, maybe gathering a little bit of data, and then second semester is they really finalize their data collection, put it all together, analyze their results, and then present it in this talk before all the biology faculty, and write a paper as well.
0: So do you include do you get students to come and be a part of your research, or do you let them kind of find their own? area and then you just kind of support them with with you know, your your input?
1: Again, it depends on the student. So some students will kind of already know what they want to work on and if they already have a good idea of this is where my interests are you want to encourage that as much as possible because they're already self-motivated they have something that's really interesting to them and so you can support that project especially if it you know lines up well with your system if it doesn't maybe you recommend them to another faculty mentor who's a little more closely aligned and in biology we have enough faculty in different areas that you can usually find someone doing something of interest to you Um, but if they don't have you know a clear idea in mind you can kind of guide them a little more say okay here are some things that I find interesting are there any of these ideas that sing to you anything you want to work on um, and again, it doesn't. They all have to do it as seniors, but in many cases, it will start before the senior year. So, Dr. Lorenz has a couple of juniors working with him on various reptile projects. Uh, he's our reptile guy. I understand.
0: I understand. I can't imagine. Uh, anyway, uh, so from a student perspective. Uh, as you watch your students develop, and, and obviously you know you see them freshman year, and you, you know how does how does the undergraduate research and the and the process of getting involved in this kind of thing? How does what is, what effect uh, impact does that have on the students, and how do you see them use it uh, as they're part of their development?
1: Um, I think certainly in our field, research is kind of the currency that we deal with. Uh, all of the scientific knowledge that we have came from past research. And we talk about research projects previously. Oh, how did we discover this thing? Who figured out that this is how this works? We do that all the way from our intro classes. And we kind of start trying to build the skills that they're going to need. Here's how you... You know, design, here's the basics of experimental design. What's an independent variable? What's a dependent variable? How many independent variables should you have? In a good project, usually you only want one. <laughs> uh, here's how you interpret a graph. Here's how you make a graph. We start with that all the way in our intro classes, and then we kind of try to develop those skills and give them more and more independence as they go uh, to the higher classes. So um, Dr. Harvey teaches uh, research methods. I forget that. I- forget if that's what, exactly what it's called, um, but it basically is kind of reinforcing that here's how you interpret data, here's how you make graphs from data, uh, and then students will then take that knowledge and apply it in their senior research project. And it kind of gives them a nice way of integrating all these things that we've been trying to teach them since the freshman year, and it makes it real for them. Um, And Kelsey actually at one point said, you know, I really thought Dr. Harvey's class was helpful because it kind of set the stage for senior symposium and all the things that I was going to be doing then. So it's nice to see them working to apply things between classes and seeing how it all connects.
0: So you know the, the 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 new term in higher education right, is high impact practice. Yes. And certainly undergraduate research is, is designated as a high impact practice. But it, you know this is this is not new to higher education, right? No. Uh, and so so whatever name we want to put on it, the idea of getting students to uh, to grow from that freshman we don't really know what's uh, what we're talking about to being intimately involved with a research project and doing their own is is really a sign of their progression.
1: It is and it's wonderful to watch I mean as you mentioned you follow these students in biology we know them pretty much from freshman year onward Uh, and at some point they'll most of them will just find their stride and it's really a wonderful thing to see uh, them start to take ownership of their work and you know really blossom as students and that's that's one of the the great joys of my profession
0: it is and i and i uh, envy you guys being able to work with our students on a on a regular basis and we're so excited to have uh the Undergraduate Research Symposium back for year number two. Uh, I know you guys have have made some improvements and uh, I would anticipate that uh, the number of people involved and the uh, excitement around it will just continue to grow. And so we thank you for your leadership and your uh, involvement in this. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, a really great event uh, coming up on Friday, April 12th. 12th. All right, so I hope everybody is uh, putting that on their calendar. Uh, speaking of research, um, the little research that I did as I finished up my academic career was in organizational leadership, and uh, that's uh, where I did my uh, uh, dissertation and, and research, and uh, had the opportunity earlier this week um, to talk with Mark Grimes' uh, online class in organizational leadership, and I really appreciated the opportunity and the invitation. Uh, that was the, the really the first time that I've been involved in an online uh, class and, and the uh, interaction between uh, the students and, uh, and the faculty and uh, in this case uh, the guest uh, was really interesting and I hope the students uh, were able to get something out of it. We had some nice conversations, uh, some, uh, some very good questions from the students about Uh, organizational leadership how to improve their position in the in the organization Uh, and then we also had a few questions about the university and uh, why why uh, tuition goes up so much and um, you know what we're what we're doing about uh, some of those particular issues Uh, so it was it was a lot of fun and I enjoyed that uh, Tuesday, we had a chance to do workout with the weavers. I didn't see you there. Uh, Dr. Jacobs, Nope, but, sorry. uh, we did have a, a nice turnout for the, uh, workout with the weavers. Uh, Christy did a good job working out. I just kind of, uh, uh played around a little bit and tried to stay out of the way. Uh, and champion put together, a, a it was about a 35, 40 minute workout that, um, was a little bit more intense than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> and uh, I managed to, to get a little bit sore uh, on Wednesday morning, but uh, we did the, the, the point of it. Uh, and I think what we're trying to make sure everybody on campus knows is that if you're participating in uh, the uh, health insurance program here at the university, you're eligible to get $100 back if you participate in some of these healthy uh, lifestyle types of things and it's not just it's it's, it's uh, there's other uh, there's gonna be a health fair uh later on in april um coming up uh i'll mention this on uh, april 12th the uh we're, I think it's actually the 13th on uh, the weekend, family weekend, we'll be having uh, a run with the president. So if you missed workout with the Weavers, you can come out Saturday morning to the run with the president. We'll is, do a nice little 5K around campus.
1: Is walking okay?
0: Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Walking will be just fine. Uh, but... But by participating in these financial wellness seminars or the health screenings or uh, any of these uh, eating right or, or working out uh, programs, uh, employees are eligible for $100 back. And, and I, will, I do not want anybody that wants $100 um, to not, not have the opportunity to get it. It's your money. Uh, And if you turn it down, uh, that would be a shame. And so we want to make we're trying to bring attention to this program and make sure that everybody uh, knows that that's available to them. So there'll be other opportunities coming up Um, later in the week. uh, I guess was the same night uh, we had the uh, Chamber Concert Series, the last of the Chamber Concert Series this year. It was the... um, uh, it was a piano trio a manhattan piano trio and they were uh like all of these concerts they were fascinating they were the 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 guy who played the cello uh i've never seen anybody play a cello like that it was amazing um and we had their students there there were you know community members there it's just a great uh concert and so we had a we had a really uh fun event that night and i appreciate all the work that uh, uh the entire music uh, department does to bring those and, and uh, uh julie meganson really uh puts on a great series for us every year and so we're looking forward to next year's series yesterday uh was uh, gsw day at the capitol So we had a chance to take about nine students up to the state capitol, spent the day working with our legislators and we think that we're doing some good work this year and we hope to have some good announcements to make as soon as the legislative session ends, but certainly higher education does well in the state of Georgia and so we're pleased with that and really thought our students did a great job. Uh, came home last night just in time to catch some of Southwest Fest. Uh, the, uh, apparently, the band uh, canceled on us, but they oh. did have a DJ out there, and uh, the students were still having a good time. There were hamburgers, hot dogs. Uh, they were playing games and dancing, and uh, everybody seemed to be having a good time. So, appreciate the uh, school of business, soon to be known as Kobach, um, <laughs> putting on another great event for us and uh really appreciate that and then uh, coming up this weekend if you're looking for stuff to do uh today this afternoon the softball team has two games i think starting at two o'clock and then this weekend on saturday we have softball baseball and tennis all uh at home and i think saturday is going to be a beautiful day Uh, so great opportunity to get outside and and uh, be on campus for some fun.
1: Enjoy some maybe finally spring weather.
0: That's right, that's (laughs) right. It's still close, 40 degrees this morning.
1: Yeah, but it warms up during the afternoon. It does,
0: but that was ridiculous. I had to to start (laughs) my car before I got into it because it was too cold. Um, We mentioned Preview Day uh, coming up on April the 6th. Obviously that's very important. There are a couple of other events coming up that I want folks to be aware of. One is Taste of the World on April the 3rd. You, you a Taste of the World fan?
1: I am. I'm, you know, I confess I love good food, and there's always good food at that event.
0: Okay. So And, uh, and so good company, too. We're starting to figure this out. You did not show up at Workout with the Weavers, <laughs> but you are going to show up at Taste of the World.
1: Priorities. So. <laughs> One must have priorities.
0: Very good. Very good. So Taste of the World is put on by our international students, and they uh, bring out uh, food from their countries and uh, it's always a a fun event so we want everybody to be aware of that Uh, family weekend as i mentioned april 12th through the 14th Uh, obviously that that includes uh undergraduate research symposium as a part of the family weekend there'll be other activities throughout the weekend and so uh, i want folks to uh always Uh, Be aware of those events and come out and be a part of the weekend. And uh, hopefully we'll have a lot of of families here and parents uh, with us. Uh, And so we're uh, looking forward to that. And then uh, Chelsea uh, Collins wanted me to uh, make sure to mention that we are scheduling some campus wide photo shoots for Mm -hmm. our uh, market. Uh, Obviously, we got to take pictures for all of our marketing and promotional materials. Uh, So we're going to do something on April the 8th and April 11th. So if you have a particular uh, class or, or uh, event coming up that would, would lend itself to some good photographs for the campus, uh, I'm sure that she would be interested. Uh, but in, in more to the point, if you want to be a model and uh, to be featured in the photographs that are going to be used for our marketing all across the uh, South west and southeast part of the United States, uh, then you should uh, you should sign up. And I know not everybody likes to model, but some people do, and uh, we certainly have some opportunities available. Uh, Saturday night this week uh, on campus in the Storm Dome will be the uh, Paint the Town uh, Blue event, which is the fundraiser for the uh smith foundation obviously that is uh very near and dear to the university yes. uh nick Smar and jody smith were the two officers that were uh, killed uh, in the line of duty back on uh, december 6th of 2016. Uh, and so this uh, foundation uh, hosts their event on campus every year and uh, we're doing that on saturday night uh, this group has raised a lot of money and has been very supportive of our uh, campus police department, our local police departments, uh, and, and students with uh, scholarships to go for uh, criminal justice scholarships. So we're pleased to be taking part in that as well, uh, and, and uh, looking forward to a great event. Now, I, I know you're from California,
1: Originally, yes. Uh,
0: Originally from California. You went to college in California. I did. Uh, But I did not see your school in the NCAA basketball tournament. Is that...
1: Yeah, I went to undergrad at UC Davis. And Uh, they... uh, they were just making Division One when I when I left. Their biggest accomplishment was that one time as a fluke, the football team beat Stanford, and I'll bet they're still talking about it over a decade later. <laughs> they
0: probably are. Um,
1: they were a wonderful school. They had a you know good ag program, good vet school, uh, one of the few viticulture and enology programs, which is winemaking and I was growing. just going to
0: ask. I don't have any idea what that is. But <laughs> well,
1: they're in the Central Valley and near oh, Napa and regions like that, so they train a lot of uh, future winemakers. So yeah. They have a lot of great programs, but, yes, their athletics was not, shall we say, the strongest. Okay. Um,
0: okay. So are you keeping up with the tournament? Did you spend all day yesterday watching game after game after game I, after game? I
1: confess I have other interests. Okay. Very good.
0: <laughs> Very good. Well, it, it, the, the big basketball tournament is going on. And uh, just in case you needed to, you know, a number to really make you scratch your head, uh, I found this the other day that 47 million people are expected to bet on these games over the course of the tournament how much money do you think total they will bet on the games
1: so it's 47 million 47
0: million people
1: are we counting across all of them yeah oh then it's probably well into the billions
0: 8.5 billion dollars every year are bet on uh, ncaa basketball games uh, during the tournament just during the tournament and uh, i find that number fascinating for a number of reasons Um, uh, but personally, uh, I find it interesting that that the that so many people have a financial interest in these games and our student athletes who play the games for our entertainment. Uh, while a college scholarship is incredibly valuable, and I appreciate the value of that, uh, I just find that these these young people um, are are generating an enormous amount of economic impact uh, for their institutions and for their communities and for lots of people and, and uh, they see very little of that uh, and so I, I'm always fascinated by these numbers and uh, obviously as a part of the NCAA and a, and a president of one of our institutions I, I have uh, some participation in this and so uh, I'm always a little conflicted uh, with, with this process but uh, the NCAA tournament is going on I hope everybody's uh, brackets are still in good shape uh, coming up on April 6th, uh, this one, I, I always like to, this, this uh, event, Hot Glass Craft Beer Festival. Yes. This is right up your alley, right?
1: They always manage to schedule it on the same weekend when we have the biology field trip, and I've never been able oh, to go, and it really, really makes me sad because I want to go so badly.
0: Boy, this seems like this would be a—you'd a, be perfect for this. I mean, there's very little well, walking involved, and there's food and beer. It's
1: funny you say that because I do love to walk. Actually, um, people have probably seen me around town as that crazy woman who walks everywhere. I do see so, you walking the campus. So I—I so um, did participate in the Women's Wine and Chocolate Walk back in February, and that was definitely up my alley. Wine, <laughs> chocolate, and a good walk around downtown—it was glorious.
0: Oh, very good, very good. Well, that's coming up on April 6th. It's a it's a great community event. If you, I'm sorry you haven't been. Uh, last year I got to go for the first time. A lot of fun, uh, amazing, amazing event. That our our glass blowing program obviously is heavily involved and uh, has really sparked. The uh, the glass blowing uh, industry here in Americas and and so uh, very fun and I, ho- I hope people have a chance to do that. A couple people I wanted to recognize this week. I know I've got to get to get get you to class here in just a few minutes. Um, Chris Avery, one of our uh, students here at Georgia Southwestern, he's been on this show uh, before. He, he was one of our he was our first student uh, guest. Uh, played soccer here. He was named the Peach of an athlete. Role model, uh, top male collegiate athlete for uh, the state of Georgia at uh, an event yesterday or two days ago. Um, An event put on by the Atlanta Area Boy Scouts. uh, First Georgia Southwestern student to ever be recognized with Peach of the Year, Peach, uh, Peach of an Athlete Award. And he was the top male collegiate athlete uh, in the whole state, which was, is, is unbelievable. Uh, the professional athlete that was, uh, recognized was Chase Elliott, who is a NASCAR driver. And, uh, Chris, uh, got to meet him and, and uh, we had a good time talking about, uh, Chase and, and his, uh, his, uh, his dad, old Bill Elliott, the awesome Bill from Dawsonville, for, for those of you <laughs> who keep up with, uh, NASCAR. Uh, so anyway, I want to congratulate Chris. That is an incredible honor. uh, uh, many of you on campus uh, know and remember uh, Dr. Charles Patterson, who was the interim president here for a couple of years. Uh, he was just named a president of Mansfield University in Pennsylvania. So it's good to catch up with uh, Dr. Patterson and what he's doing. Um, I saw yesterday that President uh, Carter, President Jimmy Carter, has, is now uh, the oldest, has now lived longer than any other president has ever lived because they said he was like the oldest living president but
1: he's that too he's that too so
0: (laughs) uh but anyway he uh he he has now lived longer than any other president uh, or former president has ever lived so we want to congratulate him on that we're just thrilled that he's still with us and that he's uh connected to the university and and as we mentioned earlier this year we've uh, launched the president carter leadership program and so we're very excited to get that going Uh, i think we'll be uh, interviewing students for for that program here in the next couple of weeks and uh, I keep hearing good news about uh, what we've got going on and finally the uh, I don't know if you're aware that we have an eSports team here at the University I
1: think I saw something about it
0: okay the League of Legends our eSports team participates in the League of Legends they are have qualified and are heading to the loan the, the uh, Peach belt conference uh, championship uh Tournament, which will be at Lander University in South Carolina, and so very excited about uh, those uh, e- students who are participating in the esports, and and this is really something the Peach Belt Conference has been kind of on the forefront in, uh, first conference in the country to be doing a conference championship event, uh, and so I'm excited that our team is involved, and I want to wish them uh, the best of luck. So uh, that's. That's about the rundown for this week. And uh, Dr. Jacobs, want to thank you for coming in and uh, really appreciate your help and support and information about Undergraduate Research Symposium.
1: Well, thank you for inviting me and thank you for uh, supporting the symposium.
0: All right. Well, folks, I uh, hope you have a great weekend. As we mentioned, it's going to be a beautiful day, a lot of stuff going on on campus. So I hope you get out uh, and enjoy that. And uh, I know we're uh, heading into enrollment week next week. So I want to remember uh, and remind everyone. Uh, get those holds taken care of, go see your advisor, stay on track, take 15 hours at least so that we can get uh, students graduated uh, as quickly as possible at at the least amount of cost. And so I hope everybody has a great weekend uh, and a great week next week. And uh, we'll be back with uh, the next edition of What's in the Cup next week. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate the help.